money market funds have long been seen as a valuable short-term investment vehicle for treasurers. But today's landscape is being affected by a number of different developments, from the impact of the crisis in Ukraine to soaring inflation. At the same time, money market fund reform is once again on the horizon in the US and Europe. Treasury Today spoke to industry experts from Whitbread Group, HSBC Asset Management and BlackRock to find out more about the factors shaping today's money market fund landscape and the possible impact of future reforms. Stuart Fitzsimmons, Treasury Manager at Whitbread Group, explained how the company uses money market funds. We have somewhere in the region of a billion pounds in cash. We've held that through the pandemic, through lockdown. I would imagine now, we haven't as yet, but I imagine at some point we'll be looking to reduce that cash balance, however that might be. But in the short term, we're going to continue to have that. So really, we've just ended up with this cash as part of our balance sheet strengthening process. And really, at the moment, the options that we use are either bank deposits um, or savings accounts with our relationship banks, so with the group of banks that um, provide us with a um, revolving credit facility, or money market funds. The reason is that we have a fairly small group of relationship banks and we sort of have fairly restrictive treasury policy around how much we can invest with any given counterparty. So we use money market funds and deposits. So the money market funds give us that same day access that we need. I suppose also we like the yield when we can get it, but it's not our main focus. It really is about security and liquidity, I think. The, particularly around the, the diversification piece for us. You know, we're only a small treasury team. There's only four of us, so it enables us to diversify our investments far more than we could do on, on our own. Turning to the current landscape, Hugo Parry-Wingfield, EMEA Head of Liquidity Investment Specialists at HSBC Asset Management, talked about the impact of the conflict in Ukraine. So I think that ongoing conflict provided a, another shock to financial markets recently and, and, and a knock-on impact um, to the global economy, you know, and that still has some way to run. That hasn't had a direct impact on the types of instruments and high-quality issuers that a that well-run money fund invests in. Um, but as with any times of, of disruption, that, you know, that leads to some adjustments needing to be made. Um, so, for example, we're running our money funds with, with higher than normal levels of liquidity, which is a, simply a, a prudent discipline to follow and, and something we would deploy whenever there's any market event or market disruption or, quite frankly, you know, regular and known events coming up where we think there could be some you know, activity where investors might need their money or, or indeed you know might need a home for, for their money and you know they've been considering whether there are any perceived weaknesses or, or areas where those rules could be further enhanced to improve the resilience of money funds in europe the review was always scheduled to be taking place now but there's a particular focus on on how money funds withstood that crisis and, and in the us that's also a, a particular focus area hugo also shared some thoughts on the ongoing review of mmf regulations in europe so in terms of where we are I mean, at this stage in, in Europe, I think firstly it's important for investors to, to be clear, you know, no rule changes have yet been determined um, and certainly haven't been finalised. You know, and secondly, the point at which they're finalised, it's still not known when that will be or what 
and the implementation period will be. And I think it's also worth noting that last time around, it took many years for this phase, this final stage of the process to actually be completed. And Becky Milcham, Managing Director Head of EMEA Cash Management at BlackRock, talked about the possible impact of future changes on investors in Europe. The LVNAV is highly valued by corporate investors and the ability for a fund to price one dollar or one pound or one euro offers investors that operational utility. Now, there's definitely more awareness amongst the investor base and corporate treasurers around the discussions going on on the regulatory side at the moment, but I don't know how many people have had time to read the many page documents that um, issued by many different uh, authorities as well uh, around the topic at the moment. But the, the ESMA proposal calls for the ability to round to one to be removed, which would effectively eliminate that, that low volatility net asset value money market fund. Um, and, and instead, have a, you would end up with a third variable NAV structure. But it is only three years since investors spent a considerable amount of time and resources to build their policies, their controls, their oversight of the new um, product structures that were created under the 2017 um, policy framework. Um, and so we, we think that corporate treasurers will, will, will share our position that a policy response eliminating this structure is not really appropriate absent some clear evidence that the structure itself resulted in the specific vulnerability in March 2020, which we think is hard to evidence. And I think what is critical for corporate treasurers to understand is that there is still time to help shape that landscape. And if there is, uh, I guess, that the end investor weights the argument, particularly around the value placed on the utility of, of money market funds, it, it needs to be portrayed with policymakers. So one aim that BlackRock have, and I know that IMFA has as well, is around bringing investor voices to the table to kind of help influence the debate. Many thanks to the contributors for sharing their views on money market funds, the challenges investors need to consider today, and the possible impacts of future regulation. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode, brought to you by Treasury Today. Don't forget to subscribe, so you can keep an eye out for new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.